Mayhem. Mid-term Mayhem. Mid-term Mayhem. All right, let's get to it. It's 4.05, and every day we bring you Madness, the Mayhem, Midterm Mayhem. We've got the midterms just about 50 days away. And joining us now, he's running for Senate. He wants to beat, well, let's just say an astronaut. Blake Masters joins us. Blake, how are you today? Good, Larry. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So, you know, we look forward to trying to figure out who exactly, you know, you are. We know Kelly because he's been here a while. But for you, you know, we don't necessarily know you that well. It's your first time on the ballot. Uh, You know, you haven't been around long enough. My first question is, are people voting for you because they know you or are they voting for you because you have the R by your name? Well, it's always both, you know, and in this election we're you know, I need to give people a reason to hire me. Absolutely. And then give them plenty of reasons to fire Mark Kelly. And uh, there's a lot of reasons. There's open borders, double digit inflation, all of that. Uh, but I bring a lot to the table, too. And as I get my message out and Arizonans come to uh, know me, uh, I think they're going to vote for me and make a change in November. So let's talk about your message, because I think a lot of people, you know, I. I <laughs> They've used, I will say one thing. Mark Kelly has been very effective in using some of the ads against you, some of your words against you. Uh, it has been, you know, even some of them are, you know, with whether it's that new one out now with the vets. And it's it, it can be, you know, you sit there and you think, OK, those are your words. What is your message and where do you stand? Because I think a lot of people are wondering where you stand, whether it's, you know, it's abortion and, and you know, the, you know, immigration, all this stuff. They, they want some answers of the real you. Well, I'm running on an America first uh, agenda, right? I believe that the correct amount of illegal immigration is zero. I think it's just crazy that Joe Biden and Mark Kelly have thrown open our southern border. We've got five million illegals welcomed here under their so-called leadership. I think inflation should be about 2%, not 20%, which is what Biden and Mark Kelly have given us. And uh, call me old-fashioned, I think we should teach kids reading, writing, and arithmetic, not teach them to be confused about their gender and, hey, maybe you want to change your gender. Um, so I'm bold in service of a very commonsensical agenda. Mark Kelly's just the opposite. He'll pretend to be moderate. They'll hide him away. He'll never say anything uh, at all. And then in D.C., he just votes in lockstep for Joe Biden's agenda. He actually votes more left wing than Bernie Sanders does. Well, let's talk about the first thing you said. Uh, Blake Masters is joining us. He's running for Senate. Uh, Illegal immigration. Uh, plenty of people are coming over here illegally. There's no question about it. You know, Chad and I are independents. We want a secure border. We're not for open borders. Uh, and we've said Joe Biden's done a terrible job. But that being said, we do have something called, you know, asylum. You can seek asylum in this country, and you can do it legally. So, like, if you were to become a senator, would you want to change the laws for asylum seekers? Probably don't need to change the law so much as just actually enforce it. You know, one bedrock principle of international asylum law is you have to request asylum in the first safe country you get to. You don't get to forum shop. You don't get to come from Latvia or Bangladesh or Madagascar and travel through half a dozen countries uh, and suddenly get to the United States and, and say asylum and then expect uh, the Joe Biden treatment, the Mark Kelly treatment, which is to be put on a plane and ferried off into your preferred location. That's not the way it's supposed to work. That's not asylum law. And I'm not going to let asylum be some backdoor into mass illegal immigration so uh that's one of the things because i think you know again you're a senator you're you're one spoke in a wheel uh, i think a lot of people forget that you know they think the president controls everything like they're a king and that, that you guys are dukes and duchesses and can do whatever you want that's not the reality how do you work across the, the line because you do work uh, with people that don't believe the same things you do we all want to get to the same place how do we go about 
getting rid of some of this gridlock and understand there's got to be give and take. You can't just get 100% of what you want because that's a dictatorship. Well, I agree that there's a lot of gridlock. You know, I don't think that um, wanting zero illegal immigration should be a partisan issue. It's amazing that it's become partisan. I don't think that should be partisan. I would like to see more Democrats um, hold the line against illegal immigration, but the current Democrats in power won't do it. And remember, one senator, you said just one out of 100. Actually, one senator is very powerful. You know, Mark Kelly, as the 50th vote in the U.S. Senate, he has tremendous power. He just doesn't use it. He just goes along with Biden. But if he called Biden a year ago and said, Mr. President, we're getting killed here in Arizona. We got a terrible border crisis. I am not giving you a single thing, not a single piece of funding, not a single vote for an appointee. And less than until we get some border security here in Arizona. Biden would have had to capitulate. Biden would have had to secure the border. Mark Kelly has that power, and he failed to use it. Uh, and as a result, you've got a lot of people who have been hurt here in Arizona, a lot of dead teenagers from overdoses on fentanyl. He just isn't willing to use his power. He just goes with the flow. And I'm not going to do that. Uh, Blake Masters is joining us. He's running against Mark Kelly. Uh, we'll stick with the immigration, the asylum, all that kind of border. Uh, what do you make of these governors shipping migrants around? You know, I, I've, I've said I'm torn on it. I, I know it's putting a spotlight on, on an issue that Biden is, is ignoring. Um, but also, I don't like using people as pawns. And that worries me. What do you what do you make of Ducey, you know, putting people on a bus and shipping them out or, or DeSantis? What do you what do you think? Well, Joe Biden's putting them on buses and planes, five million of them. Right. You can go to Sky Harbor right now and there are buses and planes arriving and leaving every single day. So they're going somewhere. They're going somewhere. All DeSantis did was send them to Martha's Vineyard, right? The the enclave of the moneyed liberal elite. And yeah, he, he it was a stunt, absolutely. But he caused the press to finally talk about this open border. Um, so look, I don't think we should be accepting illegal aliens into this country. I believe in remain in Mexico. I think people should be deported 2,000 miles away, not to Martha's Vineyard. But if they're going to go somewhere, I think it's probably good to go to Martha's Vineyard. Those people couldn't stand the, uh, the illegal immigrants. They mobilized the National Guard in less than 24 hours. It's just liberal hypocrisy on display, um, but they want to call DeSantis a human trafficker for doing that? No, the cartel has trafficked millions of human beings in the last 18 months, and they've done it basically with the tacit permission and consent of Joe Biden and Mark Kelly. Talking to Blake Masters, he's running against Mark Kelly, just saw one of your ads up there. Uh, abortion, uh, that's a big issue, you know, and people have brought up over the last couple of weeks, well, your website kind of changed, did it not change, you wanted a federal personhood. Uh, where, where exactly is the stance on that i think this, it's easy to make it clear for everybody so they get a, a real sense of okay this is where the stance is well i'm pro-life i believe in limits on abortion you know the whole point of reversing roe v wade with the dobbs case was to send it back to the states and i think it should be decided by the states early on right texas is going to make slightly different laws than arizona is going to make different laws than california arizona has decided 15 weeks with all the common exceptions and i'm not going to mess with that at the federal level now i do think we need a federal backstop right i've called for a clean standalone bill that bans third trimester abortions at a certain point Absolutely. i think we can all agree there should be a personhood law. The federal government steps in and says, we're recognizing life here. And after that point, no abortions except for the health of the mother. That's like a common sense well, I, view. Common, I, what is it? Most most people believe first trimester, it's it's most Americans. After that, it falls precipitously. By third trimester, it's nobody. And the problem is the Democrats don't believe in limits. Every Democrat, Mark Kelly sponsored this bill. He didn't just vote for it. He sponsored it. Unlimited abortion on demand for any reason up until birth. And so he wants to call me the radical on this issue? No, I'm trying to save lives. I believe in pro-life legislation. I believe in limits. You can debate what the limits should be. What you can't debate is whether there should be limits. And yet that's the mainstream Democrat position. Abortion on demand up until birth. And then they want you, the taxpayer, to pay for it, which I think is just uh, just horrible.
Blake Masters is with us. We, we only got about a minute left. Would you describe yourself as kind of blunt? You're a blunt guy. You're a no-nonsense guy. Because a lot of people are like, what are you going to ask him? You know, What are you going to ha- have when he's on? Uh, and I said, well, listen, I don't know him. And I don't know enough about him. Uh, you know, are you are you kind of a blunt in this country? We got a lot of problems in this country, and how could we be? How could we even hope to solve some of them if we're not even able to talk about them, right? But the problem is, I speak. Yeah, you know, I don't think it's a problem. It's good. I speak from the heart. I say what's on my mind. And you see these Democrat attack ads. They're very effective at making them. They'll clip two seconds of audio or video out of context, and they'll just try to to make me a villain on TV. But if people look to the twenty seconds before, or the twenty seconds after, if people are actually going to pay attention, talk about the policy here. Uh, I'm talking about how we have safe streets, a secure border, low inflation. Mark Kelly, he'll give you the perfect consultant-provided soundbite, proceed to vote with Joe Biden in lockstep and ruin this country. So yeah, I'm bold in service of a common-sense agenda, and I'm proud of that. You know, usually when I say, yeah, go ahead and swear, most of the time they don't do it. I took the bait. That's okay. That's okay. You're not the first. We had Fontes on earlier. He swore on numerous occasions. When he was in studio, we had to calm him down. (laughs) Uh, uh, So that is interesting. And uh, am I invited to the big mega mega donor thing with you and and you and Peter Thill? Is that a no? Let's do it. Yeah. I got one with Mitch McConnell tomorrow in D.C. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with all Mitch McConnell. (laughs) But I would like to hang out with Peter Thill because I think that's going to be a party out there. Uh, So uh, as always. You think I'm joking. You're more than welcome. Oh, let's do it. All right. So we're going to hang out with Mitch McConnell hard. Gosh, Mitch McConnell here. Uh, uh, Blake Masters uh, enjoying uh, the fun time with the Gators and Chat Show. Thanks so much for coming in today, my man. For a pleasure. Hope to talk soon. There you have it. All right. He did, he did curse. He did. It's okay. That's okay. Did we get that? We got it. We got it. He told you told him to curse, and he did it. Did. I didn't think he would take me up on it. Uh, well, that's Nobody okay. takes me up on that. I was just kidding. Well, it's all right. I love it. Somehow it fit in with the boldness. <laughs> it did fit. It did fit. All right. There you go. All right. Uh, Coming up, Gatos. Why don't we? <laughs> why don't we go from there to somebody who you know what? Maybe cursing would help her. Uh, we have to find her. We're going to send out a search party. Uh, Hop still hiding. Uh, we'll do that straight ahead. It is the Gatos Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. That was a good interview. It was nice. It was lively. It just, uh, get us, you know, he said, hey, he's a little disappointed. thought we were going to come at him a little bit harder. I said, I think we had some real questions, and you answered them. Uh, you know, I mean, we're not Tell here me, to... Let me, let me hit that for a second. Let me hit that for a second. Um... When you haven't interviewed someone, you know, sometimes you just want to get to know them. Yeah. And we don't know him. No. And he's not a household name. Blake Masters, nobody knows this guy. Okay. Uh, Carrie Lake, we've known her for 30 years. Katie Hobbs, we've known her for how many? I mean, goodness, especially since 2020. Yeah, well, several years. Adrian Fontes joined us at three. This guy's been running elections for years in Arizona. There's a difference of, of how you go about, I think, interviewing somebody. And just to dump on Blake Masters, to dump on him. I want to get to know who he is first and give him a chance to tell everybody who he is. I don't want to. I'm not sandbagging this guy. No. I want to know who he is. So if if he was joking, oh, you didn't come at me hard enough. Come on the show a second time. Well, like, I think he will. And I think he yeah. said, you know, I I was surprised. I said, well, you know, we don't, we have no idea who you are. We want we to give everybody an is. opportunity. We ask some real questions. We push back, but and we're also at a limited time. It's so now we have 35, right. 40 we minutes. We have seven minutes. Yeah. So at the end of the day, do you know where he stands on abortion? I think we got that done. Uh, at the end of the day. Uh, what does he think of illegal immigration? I, I think he's pretty clear. What does he think of the asylum laws? I think that's pretty clear. You don't have to go and trash a guy 
uh, in an interview to, to get something out of him. I think people learned a lot about Blake Masters. And to be quite honest with you, when he comes on with us again, and I think he will, he's got guts enough to come on the first time. Uh, the second time, I think the interview will be a little bit more hard-hitting. But I, I think, for me, I got exactly what I wanted out of him. Yeah, I think, I think the abortion answer was a very good answer, because yeah. I think a lot of people have been asking that question, uh, uh, where does he stand as a personhood? Is it no abortion whatsoever, regardless of what takes place? Right. But he was like, no, 15 weeks. Right? And there. And then from there on, you know, it's, it's as what the rest of America thinks, which is, yeah. hey, if you haven't made that decision in 15 weeks outside of the life of the mother or something wrong with the baby, uh, you, you had your chance. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we'll pull, pull the curtain back a little bit. What did we want the audience to get out of that interview? I think what we wanted the audience to get out of the interview is let's get to know who this guy is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I think in our next interview with him, uh, because he's going to come in, you can't you can't you can't run and not come on the show. No. You got to go through this show if you're going to if you're going to be somewhat successful and, and run for office. So he'll come on again. I think it'll be a little bit different, but I mean, I want to some of the questions. I think um, I think I think we really learned a lot about the guy. Yeah. He's a no nonsense guy. He likes to curse on the air. That was refreshing. That was. Uh, and and I think we learned a lot. And so I'm pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, and I know we're skipping five spot because we ran late with Blake Masters, but. Um, you know, uh, let's get. Let, it's almost one of the like. It's like meeting somebody for the first time, right? And uh, you don't the first person you, you meet somebody for the first time. You so let's talk religion and politics. You know, that's kind of it's, it's boxing, kind of right? The first three rounds, we're feeling somebody out, right? You yeah, know? and I. Listen, I think he gave us the answers uh, that uh, I, I think he actually answered some questions. And a lot of times these politicians don't answer any questions. I feel like he answered some questions today. Uh, so, you know, uh, I think it was a positive interview. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, it, we'll have him on again. If you want to if you want to get independence, if you want to get a little bit leaning left and a little bit leaning right uh, voters, we're the place for it. You know, the right. extremes on both sides, they know where they can go. But for the rest of us, this exhausted majority. This is the show for you. And if you want to reach those people, you're going to have to come on here and to expand yeah. that tent and to get over the finish line. Uh, I think we've we've got that audience for it. Yeah, I'm glad that we learned something about Blake Masters. I think part of our audience is like, yeah, I didn't like what I heard. And then others were like, no, nah, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. And I think that's the point of it, uh, especially first interview. All right, up next, uh, is Ducey going to be investigated for sending the migrants to blue states? Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, afternoons. We are opening up a case, an investigation with regard to the suspected activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, on uh, Wednesday, September 14th, uh, here in Bear County in the city of San Antonio, a Venezuelan migrant uh, was paid a, a, what we would call a bird dog fee to recruit approximately 50 migrants from the area around a migrant resource center on San Pedro uh, here in San Antonio. That right there is the sheriff of San Antonio, uh, Javier Salazar, talking about what is going on and the fact that they, quote unquote, bird dog these people to get on a plane to fly from Texas Gatos to Florida and then from Florida to uh, well, what ended up being, you know, a, a quick stop at the beautiful Martha's Vineyard and then on to Cape Cod. Uh, so they're going to take a look at this and find out if this is something that was done illegally. So what, they paid a bunch of migrants to get on a plane? That's what we're hearing. 
So what? I know. They got phones, by the way. All of them got phones, you know, over, over 18. They got linens and some fresh clothes, and they've been told they can stay at uh, Cape Cod's uh, a military base for as long as needed. Plus, they've all got lawyers. It seems like a win for them. What's illegal about it? Well, they said that they were promised, uh, and this is what they, and we'll let you hear, but this is what the sheriff said. 48 migrants were lured, I will use the word lured, under false pretenses uh, into into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, they were taken by airplane where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard, again, under false pretenses. They were promised work. They were promised the solution to several of their problems. Taken to uh, Martha's Vineyard for what we can gather for little more than a photo op, video op, and then unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, so that's what they're claiming. Now, uh, DeSantis came out and said, that's a bunch of baloney. They signed uh, consent forms. Everybody knew they were going. He had, they had armed him with everything of who to call when you get there. Here's all the services you're going to be available for. Everything he said was in their packet, and that was uh, a bunch of baloney. And most of them have said... No, they they enjoyed it. They, they had nothing wrong with it. Well, I'd enjoy a free trip to Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. You're going to put me up in a hotel? Okay. I'll go and stay in a hotel for a couple of days for free. And then you're going to pay me? To, you, well, I don't know if they bribed him to get on the plane, but well, you could say, hey, I got a job for you. Here it is. Get on a plane. Go to Martha's Vineyard. I'll pay you this. It's not really a bribe to me. It sounds like it's a job. Yeah. Sounds like they, uh, I don't know who would say no to that. Well, I, especially because it's the, you know, you've, you here you are. They went and got 50 Venezuelans who, you know, we, we touched on a bit yesterday that Venezuelans, Colombians, uh, uh, Brazilians, people that have come here from South America tend to want to get to Florida and they want to get to Texas. Hence the reason they were in Texas. They flew them from Texas to there and then sent them on the way. But at the end of the day, did they not come out ahead? I think they came out big time ahead. It sounds to me like they came out ahead, too. I mean, they have to know where where they're going. I mean, if they're getting on a plane, the first thing you're going to ask is, where is this plane going? I mean, there had to be somebody who could translate, where could the, where is this plane going? I, I don't think they were lured, necessarily. I don't know if they were, you know, uh, you know, they weren't, uh, they weren't kidnapped like everybody. Well, not everybody. You got the Democrats who are saying they're kidnapped. And, oh, my gosh, this is trafficking. And, you know, you know I'm looking at this, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, because you can't tell me that everybody who comes over here and gets on an airplane, because they, they do do that. We, we know that. They put them on airplanes, unmarked airplanes, and they fly them around the country. They put right. them on buses that they know exactly where they're going. And that's a lie. I would think they have to know where they're going. But, I mean, even with Trump, he put people on airplanes and flew them all over the country. Even with Obama, he did that. Joe Biden's doing that. They put him up, all presidents, you know, they have to put him up in a hotel. Okay, well, Trump did that, too, and Biden's doing that now. And, I mean, DeSantis did it for a political stunt. Okay, but it doesn't seem like he kidnapped them, and it doesn't seem like they were, it doesn't seem like he did anything illegal. No. I don't think DeSantis is stupid enough to do something that that's illegal. No, I think no. if he wanted to do this and he did and he wanted to make a big splash, I'm guessing that he crossed all his T's and dotted his I's. He knew exactly what he was doing. And if something was lost in translation, you just say that it's lost in translation. Uh, the reality is, is this is we're bringing the, the what we're going through, a small portion of what we're going through to you. But here is something that is, you know, people are now paying attention to it. I don't know if you've seen some 
some of the latest polls, but you know, Biden's approval for personal approval is up to like 43%. Mm. It is less than 30% on the border and in the mid-20s on inflation, which is something else he's trying to battle. Uh, but, you know, people are still going, dude, you came out the other night on 60 Minutes and you said, well, it only went up like an inch. I mean, it that was is, pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That was not a good look. Yeah, because inflation hasn't been like this in 40 years. And I know what he was trying to say, but he couldn't articulate it well enough to get, you know, his point across. But, you know, it, I don't know if this what these governors are doing is really going to change anything. It's just put a spotlight on the whole thing. People are talking about it. Uh, I don't love these. I don't love that migrants are being shipped across the country. Uh, I don't know if they're being lured. I, I, I don't know. But there's got to be a better way to do this than to keep them all here in Arizona. Because we can't keep them all here in Arizona if they sneak over or if they come over and claim asylum. So I don't really know what else to do. No, no. And uh, Biden spoke today about it. What's on my watch now is Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua. And the ability to send them back to those states is not rational. So what, not, what states? Like the states well, that we're sending them from or the, we're sending them back to those countries? What's not rational is that you won the state of Arizona in the election and you've ignored us. Yeah. You're doing nothing at the border. You're watching Ducey put shipping containers up. I mean, you know, what's not rational is you ignoring what's happening on the border. That's not rational. No. Uh, so, I mean, he can run his mouth all he wants, but he's a complete failure when it comes to the border. Yeah. So, I, you know, part you got some of these governors trying and then you got some of these governors also using it to their advantage all right again the whole thing with immigration it's chaos it, it's uh, yes you know what we just had blake masters in here and, and all of the stuff about the you know we're sending people here we're sending people there and 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 we're, we're still sitting here talking about is somebody gonna be arrested and this day that's a bunch of baloney but the posture in gatos and the amount of money that people are raising off this is tremendous and it's not going anywhere time soon. And, and no matter what anybody says, it has got people's attentions. No doubt. No doubt. We'll continue to talk about it. Up next, should we lower the age to vote? Stick around. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. Speaking of entertaining, Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Stevie Nicks heading to Action Pavilion on October 6th with Vanessa Carlton. Tickets are on sale now, but you can win a pair by visiting contest page at KTAR.com. Chad, who wants to change the voting from 18 to 16? Idiots. No. So. No, I think uh, I think it's uh, well, it, it's happened in a few places across the country, but uh, they're they're looking at it and they've got an organization happening across the country. There is a push to lower the age to vote in local elections to 16 years old. It's called Vote 16 USA. About a decade ago, Tacoma Park, Maryland, became the first U.S. city to lower its voting age to 16 for all city elections. Now, remember, Gatiss, this is city elections, so you can't, there is, you're not voting on anything that would be federal, sending somebody to, to D.C. This is only for mayor, council people, aldermen, I guess, you know. So the boring ones. Yeah, well, the thing The one that, that no 16-year-old ever a race would follow. Yeah, and, and the funny thing is, the one that probably has the most impact on your day-to-day -day life, which is local politics, but it is the boring ones. It is. Like, if you were to tell a 16-year-old, hey, would you like to vote for president? They'd probably say, yeah. If you were to tell a 16-year-old, hey, you want to vote for a city council member? Nah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. 
That's but, stupid. But they do get a vote for uh, the uh, uh, you know school board, which I find to be fascinating because you're just wanting around. You know, hey, remember me when you go to vote. <laughs> I know. It's, I don't know. Some of this stuff doesn't make any sense. I don't know what the purpose is to let a 16-year-old vote. You know, a 16-year-old, most 16-year-olds are not living in the real world. Um, you know, their life is not being necessarily affected by what's going on outside. You know, they're still being covered by their parents. They've got a, they've got a roof. They've got over their head. They've got three squares a day. You're 16, and you haven't really entered, at, at the most part, the real world. I know some people grow up quickly, and they have to grow up fast. And I'm not saying that this is everybody, but you know, when you're 16, I don't think you, I don't think you give a crap who's in the Phoenix City Council or who's in the Tempe City Council. I don't think anybody. I don't think a 16 year old cares. I think they're trying to figure out. Uh, who am I going to prom with? And, is, and, and I've got to do my prom proposal, and I've got to come up with something that's you know has never been done before. She's going to say no. I think that's what a sixteen year old is thinking. Not who should I vote for? Yeah, and and you know, like you said, first of all, I want like my kids, right? You know, I, I've got youngsters, and I got a thirteen year old, fourteen year old. I got, I got a be you know a twelve year old, and and I've got a four year old. I want them to be kids for as long as possible. Politics, as we know, is ugly and nasty, and it's good to understand. What is going on? It's good to have a, a sense because I don't think kids have any idea what really goes on in the world out there. We need to bring a sense of that back to 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 us. But the reality is, is hey, you're 16, right? You know, you don't. You know, we just did a story earlier today where where kids are daring themselves to to make a Nyquil marinated chicken. I don't yeah, let's think... go into that story again because yeah. I, I want to bring it up. So, you, so you got you, you got some places that want sixteen-year-olds to vote. Uh, yet, what are they doing with Nyquil? Oh, it's fantastic! The FDA has a warning for people, and one the agency probably did not expect to need to make: don't cook chicken in Nyquil. Seems pretty obvious, right? But it, it seems obvious, right? Like those don't go together. But that's what their FDA is having to come out and 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 tell everybody, hey, guys, uh, don't take the the NyQuil from the store and marinate your chicken in it because, well, uh, that's dumb and dangerous. <laughs> I don't know what it, I, what is this supposed to do? Does it get you high? I guess it gets you high. right? I, maybe I, I, yeah. I, I, I not. Does it? Well, put why you else to would sleep? you do it? Uh, yeah, why else? Why else would you turkey. do it? It's got tryptophan in it. I'm knocking yeah. it out right on your butt. It's all natural, right there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's again. It's a Tide Pod challenge. It's the hot stove challenge. Uh, you know, we've had all these challenges, and I'm just telling you, you know what? Uh, don't warn people. You want to put no. Nyquil in your chicken? Do it. Absolutely. If, it, 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 if you're still around the next day, you're still around the next day. But stupid people are going to do stupid stuff. Play a stupid game, win a stupid prize. Absolutely. Five o'clock hour coming up. Becky Lynn is the five o'clock KTAR News Expansion.